Hey everybody, it's Pastor Chip. I hope you're doing well. Today I'm going to see the title of this podcast is The Heart. So we're going to talk about the heart. But we're going to talk about some other things as well. And I'm, gonna, I'm using it to get to the point here. So, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are not churched and don't want to come to church because people are hard on them and telling them they're not living right, they're not dressing right, they're not they're not fitting in to the church standard, they're not worried about the other. It's just they they don't fit in, I guess, is the best thing to say, to some people's preconceived ideas of how everybody should look. Aren't you glad we don't think that everybody should walk around having a haircut like a monk in the Middle Ages, those bowl cuts, wearing those brown robes with the hoods? We'd all look funny, wouldn't we, if that was our preconceived idea of how everybody should look. A whole world full of bowl heads and brown robes. The clothing industry would, wouldn't be very happy, would they? But um, that's kind of precisely what I'm going to talk about today. And I'm going to start off with 1 Corinthians 11.14. You know, when I got out of the military, I grew my hair out. It wasn't very long. At my age, I couldn't grow it very long before it start breaking off and falling out. But I had long hair and a long beard. And somebody in the church one day told me this verse. Matter of fact, the preacher preached on it too. He said, 1 Corinthians eleven fourteen Does not even nature itself teach you that if a man has long hair, it is a dishonor to him. But if a woman has long hair, it is a glory to her. For her hair is given to her for a covering. You see, Paul was writing this to the church in Corinth at a time when it's just like today. Uh, fads were going crazy and people were going crazy and and you know the problem with churches today, especially these legalistic guys, they'll see somebody with long hair in their church and they'll quote, quote this scripture to them and tell them they're going to hell because the Bible says a man shouldn't have long hair. They don't even look at the exegetical reason of why or when or to whom Paul was writing this letter to. And see, in the day men did have what we would consider long hair on the average. It was shoulder length or so. And uh, their beards were somewhat long because, to be honest with you, back in those days, steel, like we have today, did not exist. They used bronze to shave with, bronze implements. And it was real hard to keep an edge on bronze well, think about it. We don't use anything 
to make a sharp object out of bronze anymore, do we? Because we found steel and surgical steel, and it's so much sharper. and holds an edge forever and ever and ever. So people didn't typically get haircuts and shaves very often. But a woman, on the other hand, they didn't typically cut their hair short. Their hair was in their, their, their length of their hair was their beauty. And a woman was considered to have long flowing hair, a beautiful thing. And, but in, and they kept their head covered and the veil covered so that they weren't a distraction to men. And actually, if a woman walked around with her head uncovered and long flowing hair, it meant that she was a prostitute in those days. So, men kept their hair at a modest length. So, to take that scripture and use it out of context, we are trampling on people. We're trampling on the loved ones of Christ. We're doing a disservice to the lost, to people that need love and grace. How do you know why that person has long hair? Do you have any ideas? I mean, of course, there's probably not a Samson today. Now, if you remember, that's another thing. In Judges, Samson, when he was when his mother was pregnant, the angel told her that the knife was never to touch his hair. He was never to have his hair cut. His hair would be in his strength. So here was a man... Who knows how long his hair was? But people don't... You know, they'll throw the verse out in Corinthians about a man being having long hair and how it's a sin, but you forget how Samson had long hair because God wanted it long. So you see, you're, you're condemning people. Your theology is not even consistent. You're using the Bible to lord over people. But why do some people have long hair? It's not long. It's longer than what we're accustomed to. You know, in the 60s, when I grew up, I had a flat top every two weeks, whether I wanted it or not. Everybody had a flat top. That was the style of the 60s. If you had anything longer than a flat top, you had long hair. You were a hippie. I mean, look at all the astronauts and the government men and all those people back in the 60s. Flat tops. Everybody had flat tops. We all look like Sergeant Carter and Gomer Pyle, if you ever watched that show. That was the style of the day. Did it mean that any of us were any less Christian or more Christian? You know, Paul would shave his head periodically when he was uh, mourning or going into a special uh, type of uh, event or thing that he was doing. He would shave his head. And so would other people in the Bible. Fasting, mourning. How many people today do you see shave their head? You know what, if there's somebody that's had average length hair for a long time and you see them with a shaved head then you think something else is wrong right you you're like what's the matter with you you shaved your head you know 
we are a we are a quirky race of people that worry all too much about the outside. Well, let me flip over here to another um, another verse for you. These people that these people that say you can't have long hair in these churches, do they go get haircuts? Ask me, answer me that. Do they go get haircuts? Um. You ever go in a barber shop and see a guy sit down and get a haircut and they tighten it up on the sides and then they take the straight razor and they go around the ears and shave the back of the neck? You ever see that? And how about the beards, you know? Beards is a pretty pretty big thing today. Uh, a lot of people let their beards grow. A lot of people like to shape their beards. And I trim mine. I don't like it looking shaggy. Like a buffalo's mane. I like to keep it kind of average and trimmed up. But here again, like I say, people people want to want to uh, trash people for having their long hair. And these same people that we're talking about are picking and choosing verses to control people. I mean, if they're going to be legalistic, let's be legalistic all the way, right? So let's flip back to Leviticus 19, and it says, It says, You shall not shave around the sides of your head, nor shall you disfigure the edges of your beard. So, if you shave around the sides of your head, if you have the, the barber do a razor trim on you, you violated Levitical law. And then if you go in there and have them clip the edges of your beard and shape it up, now you're in violation of Levitical law. So now I can't wear my beard without trimming it, and I can't have my hair cut without clipping the edges, and I can't have long hair because I'm going to hell. I'm just in a conundrum. Oh, and don't forget I got tattoos. That's the next verse that they like to throw at me. 1928. That's a whole other one I've talked about before. I'm not even going there. They don't know what they're talking about. But um, what about the people? You know, here's another thing about this Bible. We read a whole lot of stuff about people, and we don't know nothing about them. All we know is what's in the Bible, right? We, what's given to us in the Bible. We don't know what's excluded it's not written what they looked like, what they wore, how how tall they were, how fat they were, how many fingers they had, or, or if they painted their fingernails or had piercings. We don't know. It's not in there. So we judge people on this cookie-cutter appearance that we think the people in the Bible had, but we're not even sure because there's no pictures. There's no written records other than what we have here in the Bible. There's nothing to say. You know, David was considered one of the greatest men in the Bible. 
God said he was a man after God's own heart. And all we really know about David was was he was kind of a small guy compared to his brothers. You know, he was smaller than the rest, and he was good with a sling. He killed bears and lions and protecting the sheep, and he was he was a smart man. Won many battles. But we don't know what color his hair was. We don't know if he had a beard. We don't know how long his hair was. We don't know the color of his eyes. We don't we don't know how much he weighed, how tall he was. But yet we honor him because he had a great purpose in the Bible. A great purpose. You know, he was the man after God's own heart, you know? He killed he killed, he murdered, he did adultery. But he asked for forgiveness and repentance and he sought to serve God. He he made it a point to repent when he sinned, ask for forgiveness, beg and plead of God. But he was a man's man. He lived and he failed, but he still lived. But yet we've got people in our in our communities, I won't even say in our churches because they're not coming to church because they're afraid to come to church. They're afraid somebody's going to say something about their clothes or about the fact that they haven't taken a bath in a week or that they can't pay for a haircut or a shave or that they got tattoos or that they're living in their car and people's going to make fun of them or tell them you can't come in here Mm-mm, not dress like that no oh and you, you certainly can't come in here carrying that bible that's that's corrupt if you're not using the king james that's corrupt you know that's which you know me, I, I don't go there, don't even go there, that's legalism. You got long hair, you can't come in here. You got all those piercings, no, mm You're living with somebody, you're living in sin, we can't have that. You're gay, we can't have that, oh Lord, no, can't have gays in our church. The harvest is ripe and ready for the, and ready for the, what do you call it? And ready to be harvested. There are people out there that need the Word of God. There are people out there that want to hear the Word of God. There are people out there that are on their last leg, their last dime, their last, their last tank of gas. And they don't want to be asking you for nothing at all. Because they have pride. But they have a family. They have the mouse to feed. They have bills to pay. They need a roof over their head. And these are some of the most humble and righteous people you'll ever meet. And they're outside the church. I would almost dare say that they're doing 
a lot better with God, with their relationship with Him, than a lot of the people that are casting judgment in the church. You know, I don't recall Jesus telling anybody that showed up at the Sermon on the Mount or wherever where he was feeding the fish, those 5,000 people, I don't think he said anything to any of them about not wearing their Sunday best robe or not wearing the best sandals they had or not bringing their King James Bible to hear him. Matter of fact, I heard a good point today. Jesus didn't go around nowhere complaining about anything that anybody was doing. He went around and he said, Your faith has healed you. Your sins are forgiven. Go and sin no more. When's the last time that you've told anybody that they're forgiven. When's the last time you ask them to come to church and they say, I don't have any clothes. Well, how about I loan you some? Or how about I go buy you a shirt? Or, you know, you can just come on. We're not going to judge you. We're not like that. We just want everybody to come to come to Christ, come to church. When is the last time that we, as Christians, have done anything that would show the love of Christ to the people we meet and not judgment and condemnation. My last verse for you, First Samuel 16, 7b says, For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. The Lord looks at the heart. When is the last time you looked at somebody's heart? taken me many years to learn to not look at the outward appearance. It doesn't mean we're not cautious about places when we go or around people we don't know, we don't live with. <coughs> Excuse me. But you look at the heart. The first heart that you should be looking at is your heart. If you look at your heart and you're not using a judging heart and you're dealing with people with love and kindness and grace, then you can start then you can start dealing with the people you meet. But until you clean up your heart, I don't think we have any room to be judging anybody else's heart. And this is Pastor Chip. God bless. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. 
keep the faith and keep looking up because he's coming. God bless.